and gentlemen, most products are this is what happens when Off The Rails goes live at GeekCon! I am your current and longest reigning Off The Rails champion, Carl Rowland, and joining me is the current hardcore champion, Thomas Dennett Cook! I am really ecstatic. I really, I really... With a long title it. reign of 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That, that's fantastic, Carl. Thanks for the introduction. And joining us on the show this week is Dave O'Gorman. And a very special guest and guest of GeekCon itself, Paul Davis. And as I normally do, I'll throw it over to Tom for the news. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we like to begin our show with a little thing we call Trailer Trash. Trailer Trash! A discussion of recent film trailers. Gentlemen, because we're doing uh, an abbreviated show, a streamlined show, just yes. one trailer, um, I ask you to double-check uh, the new part of the Caribbean trailer. Carl, you guys have already mentioned this in the PCP. Yes, Salavar's Revenge. But um, there was a lot of stir in the audience, so I will start with David O'Gorman, who's most definitely looking forward to the new part of the Caribbean. Yay, yay, hey, go! I'm so excited. I am massively excited about this trailer. Um, I'm really lying though, like, I really, really just don't care. I think as far as the Caribbean 5, I don't care anymore. That's basically what it is for me. Um, how do you feel? Um, I've, I expressed my opinions on, on uh, the pop culture pod earlier, so I would just like to say I'm looking forward to this, mainly for the fact that I loved Black Pearl and I'd love to see it again with better graphics. Wonder, we're talking about graphics. Carl, can you just pass the mic on? Yes, to I'll pass you over to Paul. Because Paul, you literally watched this trailer five minutes ago. Because um, I, I only told you about it five minutes well, ago. Exactly. <laughs> Had you not told me it was a trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean when CG Johnny Depp appeared, I thought it was a Galaxy Chocolate advert. <laughs> uh, not dead yet. <laughs> then I saw Jeffrey Rush and was like, he ain't selling any chocolate. <laughs> So, um, Dave, I think I'm on the same page as you. I'm like, there's a five? I mean, I can't believe they squeezed five films out of a ride. That's yeah. what it is, right? It's a ride. This is the most successful franchise of a theme park ride that has ever existed, except for Splash Mountain. I don't know. It's not Bubbleworks, though, is it? Let's be honest. Well, no, <laughs> if they made the Bubbleworks movie, I'm sure it would do much better. Uh, I think people would do, do, do. We only just lost the Bubbleworks. Is it still sore? Is it still a sore? Okay, right, okay. That's, that's just hours of my childhood that's just disappeared. Well, gentlemen, um, I, I think are we all on the same page with regards to Pirates of the Caribbean not necessarily being necessary? Uh, uh, not necessary. I'm going to go with meh. Meh? Paul? Um, I need to watch part four first. Because we're missing too much story and subtext? I, I have no idea what was stranger about the tides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. And why we need to be on those stranger tides. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, why we needed to be on those stranger tides. Why we need to be on those stranger tides. Well, basically, in Pirates of the Caribbean movies, work on the principle of Jack needs to find such a thing to become such another thing. Jack it, finds a... Jack, Jack, Jack finds <laughs> MacGuffin, <laughs> MacGuffin saves the movie. I win and, this, and this MacGuffin is King, tri is King Poseidon's trident. Who cares? Because whoever has that I controls the sea. I'm still waiting for Bubbleworks Stranger Tides. That's what's coming out. That that makes sense. It, this is the, the internet exists. I'm pretty sure if you YouTube that, that exists. 
<laughs> Gentlemen, we'll move on from trailers to our next section that we call Death Stars, celebrities who have passed away. Oh, now, now, we've already mentioned this, Carl, you already mentioned this on PCP, but yeah. I just want to get everyone's reactions to Bill Paxton. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Bill Paxton's um, passed away, kids. Mr. O'Gorman, I think it was you who introduced me to the idea that Bill Paxton's the only actor to be killed by a xenomorph, a Terminator, and a Predator? As well as Lance Henriksen. Yeah, Lance cares about Alien vs. Predator. Well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> it still happened. Like, him and Lance are the only two people that have been killed by all three. But technically, Bishop was not killed by the Queen Alien because, uh. because he was damaged in the crash that leads into Alien 3. So we're still going with Bill Paxton is the only one to single-handedly be killed by all three, like, without any question. Game over, man. Okay, fine. Uh, Paul, just your thoughts. Are you? I think most people watched Aliens, Aliens, sorry, or you know, um, Terminator. But you, you watched um, Near Dark, didn't you? As a little I way did. of um, and stuff. Yeah, I watched Near Dark uh, uh, when I found out that Bill Paxton had passed away, and it was really weird because I'm currently writing a book on the Lost Boys. So, um, shameless plug. Shameless plug. plug. Yeah, Somebody's got to pay the bills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I was writing about the Lost Boys while watching Near Dark, which just felt blasphemous. But enemy territory. But yeah. It's got to be you know, done. Bill but I've, I've always, I've always said that, like, on a technical level, I find Near Dark to be a better movie than the Lost Boys. Don't tell Joe Schumacher that. But um, I have a nostalgic attachment to the Lost Boys, which uh -huh. is why I, I enjoy that movie a lot more. But, cool. but yeah, it's yeah, it's it's. It's horrible about Bill Paxton. I mean, I saw him, he turned up in Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was in Edge of Tomorrow, and I thought that this was going to be like a big resurgence of his career. The weird thing is, he seems so young. I think he was 61, and I think it was a surgery complication yeah. as opposed to some, something, you know, he wasn't yeah. like 90 or something. It, came, it literally came out of nowhere. The curse of 2016 strikes again, that seems to be the case. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's a joke, Dave. Ha, <laughs> 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 jokes. Uh, Carl, uh, I know you've already mentioned it, but just to round up the uh, Death Stars news. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I was generally shocked when I found out the news that Bill Paxton passed away. So I immediately watched Aliens that evening because uh, I just had to hear those immortal words. Game over, man. Game over. Sad stuff. Well, let's move on to something more jolly. The Oscars, which went completely without a hitch. Nope, there was not a single mistake in this last Oscars. Apart from Dick Tracy completely screwed things up, right? No, no, I thought you were going to go with the fact that Suicide Squad won an Oscar. Don't care about Suicide Squad. It still hurts. Well, well what, I, what I like is it was the winner of Best Picture. Uh, Paul, who won Best Picture for the Oscars, apparently? Emma Stone. Emma Stone was the Best Picture, and she deserved that. She worked hard, you know. She was great. <laughs> She's the best thing in a lot of pictures. Um, what I find funny about that is Warren B has got all the bad publicity for this, even though he didn't really... It was Faye Dunaway. It was Faye Dunaway screwed, screwed up. up. You know, he looked at it and he kind of went, oh, calling Dick Tracy, this ain't right. Passed it over to her and, and, and she didn't even read out the wrong answer right. Bonnie screwed <laughs> up, Clyde got the flack. Yeah, so... Um, uh, uh, Oscars controversy. I, as far as I'm concerned, that's the only bit of the Oscars I remember. Mr. O'Gorman. I didn't, I didn't actually watch it this year because whatever. However, I did see Moonlight. 
And oh yeah, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed Moonlight. It was great. It was it basically. But it's no Emma Stone, is it? It's no Emma Stone. Um, it was the biggest. I think that movie was the, the biggest like cast out for uh, Oscar bait that out of any film in the most recent years. Like everything about that movie was complete. Did you not see the theory of everything? Well, yes. Um, but this, I don't know. There was just everything in this. It was like it, it was just everything like, without going into like real detail. But it was just Oscar bait. But La La Land, you know, that's just a Hollywood hand shandy, I guess. Hollywood, Hollywood likes to make films about Hollywood and then their bands get a lot of press, which they did. Mr. Ma Rowland. Maybe a little bit less on the hand shandy, but... It's not swearing. <laughs> okay, I think we got away with it. <laughs> yeah. Moving yeah. swiftly on. So, so we're all, we all agree, Warren B didn't deserve to get blown. No, he didn't. The other one. Uh, interesting news, the, guys who actually did, the two guys who did the envelopes for the Oscars have been sacked and will never work at the Oscars again. <laughs> <laughs> People lost their job. What's wrong with you? Well, at least when they get their P45, it'll be like correct. Right, yeah. they open up the envelope and everything's everything's fine. Oh, well, well you worked at the Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> My P45 says Emma Stone. Um, okay, well, let's move on to something even more jolly. And uh, I know how we all are big Michael Bay fans and big Transformer films. Uh, explosion. Now. There's going to be a Bumblebee spin-off, and I, and I quote, because they want to expand the Transformers universe, because apparently it's not expanded enough. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, start, I'll start with you, Carl. Oh, you're going to start with me on this one. Oh, All yeah. right. Um, Michael Bay has destroyed enough of my childhood. The fact that he, he's made Bumblebee one of the most talkative characters from the animated show basically talks in radio quotes is annoying. But can he hold his own movie? He can't talk. It well, makes no sense. And yeah. also, he's not a bug anymore. He's a freaking Camaro. <laughs> are we... So are I, we I, 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 I don't give two dams, and I'm not really going to be seeing it. But I'll pass over to Paul for his opinion. Paul, please, please, say the Bumblebee movie. Okay, honestly, I have <laughs> no opinion on Transformers whatsoever. But I do have an opinion on Michael Bay. Bad Boys, The Rock, Connor, Mic Drop. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Anything... Any Apparently post the 90s. Apparently it's going to be the director of uh, Kubo is thinking on taking on it. So I think Michael Bay will have his sticky fingers in the background as executive producer, but it's not a Michael Bay production. It's people blowing things up in the background. He'll be like, just make sure there's, just make sure there's explosions. Lots of explosions. explosions. <laughs> and the obligatory shot of a woman's ass during all the commotion. Hang on. <laughs> can't, can't say that. We can't say the shandy one. So no, we can't, no, we can't no, say no. that. I know. I know. Okay, uh, Miss O'Gorman, I, I mean, know. you're one of the biggest Transformers fans I know, but you're also one of the biggest anti-Transformers film fans I know. Uh, I mean, well, so I, I don't even know where to start. Um, I, okay, so the first Transformers, when I was in the cinema, was amazing. I really liked just, I don't know, there's something about seeing robots in the big screen. It was, it was great. The second one, I never really forgave him for the whole... Human, like, if th there were so many plot holes. If you could have a human robot that was disguised, why would not do more with that? Like, uh, uh, make it the president. There were so many things that was wrong that they could have they could have infiltrated at a much higher level. That's a hot eighteen-year-old girl. Exactly. So. There, there was so much wrong. That second movie was absolutely abysmal. The only reason I watched the third is because Leonard Nimoy did a voice in it. Yeah. That's yeah. the only reason. R.I.P. Well, if we're lucky, we might get Shia LaBeouf back, guys. I mean, that, that would save the franchise, right? Just do it! <laughs> <laughs> do I it! Do it now! 
Okay, well, okay. I, I'm pretty sure we're happy with the fact that, 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 that we, we know enough about Bumblebee that we don't need extra story and we definitely I, don't, I don't need think, any more I don't more think he has, he's a character with enough backstory to carry, carry, his, own, carry his own movie, no. Okay, well, okay. Well, Carl. Yes! Carl. Yes. Kevin Smith. In the world of Kevin, I will, I will attempt to make anything. Kevin, I will make part. something from the viewer Schooniverse some point. And uh, I will, uh, Kevin Smith, basically, he has said recently, this is more TV news, but it's Kevin Smith, so we'll bring it up. He's going to work on a Sam and Twitch comic adaptation for TV. Or yeah. at least that's what he said. Kevin Smith talks a lot of talk and not a lot really happens. He's, he's first things first, Sam and Twitch, for people such as myself who don't know what that is, could you explain what that is? Sam and Twitch are detectives from the Spawn universe. It's basically they're supernatural detectives. So it'll be their it will be their story a story a supernatural cop show set in the Spawn universe that currently Kevin Smith is being the uh, showrunner for. Kevin Smith is also currently trying to get Mallrats Two to become a series, and uh, is working on an adaptation of um, oh anything. No, the Paul Weller film. But Buckle, yeah, he's working on he's working on a he's working on Buckle Bonsai across the eight dimensions as well at the moment. Uh -huh. So, do you think Kevin, I'll oh, buy that for a dollar Smith is actually going? <laughs> Kevin, I'll buy that for a dollar Smith. Is he actually going to get this done? He, because he, it, 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 just, uh, the problem with Kevin Smith is he's one of those people. It's like if I say I out loud that I'm doing it, I have to do it. People will give me money. <laughs> yeah, basically. But every time it's like I'm doing it. Well, kinda. Well. Um, Jane might have to go back to rehab. I'm, I'm not quite sure what's going on. Uh, Paul, as as a um, entrepreneurial independent filmmaker, do you do you sympathise with Kevin Smith? Do you think he has what it takes? I mean, where do you stand on this? Well, I've seen Tusk, so um, so all, all better off. <laughs> um, to be honest, I mean, I mean, Carl, we've had this discussion before. Um, I my my opinion on Kevin Smith, uh, he kind of peaked at chasing Amy. And then, um, Way back in the day, yeah. yeah uh, I enjoyed Dogma. Bye, Nick. Bye, Nicholas Vates, everybody. Nicholas Vates is trying to quietly sneak off, but we'll say goodbye. Right. <laughs> um, sorry, Paul. <laughs> sorry, Paul. It's, yeah, no, it's when the chatter uh, it goes by, you acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah, that, um, damn straight. You, you could hear him chattering away as he walked out the door. His yeah, Indian <laughs> steps are legendary, <laughs> even in hell. Um, yeah, no, I, I like I like Kevin Smith's earlier stuff. Obviously, Clerks was a masterpiece when you know it kind of oh, broke, yeah, yeah. you know it broke the mold of uh, independent cinema back in the day. Um, but yeah, I've I've never really enjoyed anything post Dogma. I mean, I get the uh, okay, I, I, I get the Jane and Silent Bob fan base and that kind of stuff, but. I've never really, I've never really been a huge fan. Sorry, Carl. Sorry. But, but hey, you know, we're here today for the Wayne Foundation, and that's to do with Kevin to Smith. To be fair, as well. yeah, yeah. We're going to be careful who we slag off. Absolutely, but. absolutely. No, I, no. I think he's, I think he's a talented guy, but I just wish he'd do some more original material that isn't turning um, Justin Long into a walrus. I think he's good at uh, TV. He seems to be uh -huh. good at TV as opposed to film these days. And his podcasts are brilliant. Talking about, you know, we're doing right. podcasts right now. He's a brilliant podcaster. Um, so I think that's where his strengths lie. So right. I, ju I just that. can't see the appeal of Moose Jaws. <laughs> have you guys heard about this thing, Moose Jaws? Oh, like, give me the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jaws with a moose. Why are you angry at this? 
And finally, Dave. And the, cap and the captain character is being played by Jay and Silent Bob. Of course it is. And uh, so just ima imagine that speech about like you know twenty men on the ship, but Jay and Silent Bob. I'm sure Bob has a lot to say on that. Oh, Bob's, Bob's probably going to be the one doing the speech. Mr. Mr. O'Gorman, your thoughts on Sam and Twitch specifically? Are you familiar with Spawn as a franchise? So I read Spawn comic books quite a lot as a, uh, younger when I was younger, and then uh, I saw that abysmal movie. Has everyone seen the Spawn movie? Uh, you suck. That movie was pretty bad. Um, Sam Switch weren't in that actually, but um, it was yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, I don't know. I think I, I agree with you. I think Kevin Smith peaked at chasing Amy. Um, I enjoyed Jane Silent Bob. I enjoyed moments of um, yoga hoses. Yeah, uh, yeah, there were yeah. points of it I actually quite liked, but ultimately I think he's having more success with the Flash with Supergirl at the moment, yeah, um, doing um, TV shows, doing. Um, you know, his podcasts and stuff like that, I think he's doing much better with those than he is with doing a feature. I think he needs to just kind of rein it back a bit. He kind of closes a box on his ideas a little and kind of... I think the, only reason, the main reason he's doing like Jay and Silent Bob reboot is because Jay's the only character uh, or the only actor that he has regular access to. Because they do the Jay, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, the um, sobriety podcast that helps Jason Mewes, who's currently nearly seven years sober. So he's yeah. doing really well. Mm. It's, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm on the fence with him at the moment. Uh, I think, you know, you saw, like, the things he's acted in, and he had nothing to do with, so, like, Catch and Release. Yeah, yeah. He's got relatively good acting Yeah, jobs. I would like to see him do a little bit more of that and just stick to TV, because I think he's doing really well with the TV stuff right yeah. now. But he's um, already going back for two episodes of The Flash next season. Good. So yeah. yeah. So, and and rumours is he might be writing one of them. So that yeah. might be interesting. Ooh. Good. Well, um, I want to go back to the Oscars briefly. We've mm -hmm. already mentioned Suicide Squad, the Oscar-winning. <laughs> say the Oscar-winning Suicide Squad, so so successful that um, Mel Gibson may direct Suicide Squad too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I repeat, Mel Gibson <laughs> may direct Suicide Squad too. So. <laughs> So it's almost like they've gone, we definitely have to stop this. We have to stop this early, so get Mel Gibson on board. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we get some lovely Apocalypto-level directing. Well, actually, absolutely insane. To be fair, um, Paul, as a, as a director, I mean, Mel Gibson, all issues with anti-Semitism and whatnot aside, turns out he's actually quite a good director, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he is. Yeah, Braveheart, Passion yeah. of the Christ. Yeah, he's, he's a great director. You know, I'd, I'd be more excited going to see Suicide Squad 2 knowing that Martin Riggs has directed it. You know? Yeah. Um, it's an odd rumour, though, of all, of all the people. He's never struck me as somebody who would be up for that kind of thing. Did you see Hacksaw Ridge? Yeah, I did. That, yeah. Was, that was actually really it's good. Great yeah. movie. Great movie. Mm -hmm. You know, he's got the chops to do it, and why yeah. not? You know, the, the superhero movies are hot right now. Mm -hmm. um, if Kenneth Branagh can direct Thor, that's true. But uh, I think Mel Gibson's actually, you know, he was ostracized from Hollywood for a little while, and now he's back in, on Vogue. Like, he's yeah. back in with Axel Ridge. People are starting to appreciate him again. He's, you know, and fair play to him. He's managed to get back in there with everybody. So, you know, why not? I think, that, uh, I think Hollywood at this moment is just embracing the crazy. Yeah. I think there's... there's yeah. 
we talked about this on various Oscars podcasts. Yeah. Uh, the Oscars culture is a little bit hypocritical and has a short-term memory. Yes, and, it does. Uh, as you say, that they they basically it wasn't that long ago that yeah Mel Gibson was the worst person in the world. For, I mean, family friendly. If you can't say what he said, but. Um, Worst person in the world, and we've quickly gone over that because he's a good director. Um, I don't know if that matters. I mean, Carl, would you say it matters, his past? If you're talented, you're talented? Um, if you're talented, you're talented, the talent will shine through. It's just the fact that he has he's obviously got tons of uh, past thing of not really being a great person to work with or being difficult to work with. So it all depends. Paul, I think you've got something to say on this one. It's fine to an extent. I think with Mel Gibson oh, yeah. thing, you know, he's apologised. Mm -hmm. You know, it's sticks and stones, you know, it's, but um, <laughs> when you talk, <laughs> but then you get to someone like Gary Glitter and no, <laughs> basically. you got to release some seriously good records to, uh, to get over that. Well, so you don't want to be in my gang. We need to <laughs> definitely go on Gary Glitter directing Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> For the love of Roy Cooney's remake. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> I may. Okay, still within the realms of Suicide Squad, Jared Leto, oh, aka the, um, the Juggaloker, as I call him, oh, you know, the Pimp Joker, <laughs> um, very bizarre, but he is eyeing up to direct the, the Tron reboot. Now, firstly, I wasn't familiar of Jared Leto's directing. I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with him as a director. Maybe I don't know. but he's uh, done, I think he's done some short films. I'm not 100%. But also, the, the Tron belated sequel, to me, was good enough that the franchise doesn't... Well, A, it doesn't need a sequel, but B, no. doesn't need a reboot. So I'm just... Uh, is anyone else confused by this as a news story? By the way, I didn't make this up. Jared Leto is going to be... Or iron up to... Yeah. <laughs> We're so strife for news, we're just not making this up. But it's... It's an odd choice. Yeah, fake news. I, I can say what I want. It's all, it's all post-truth. Alternative facts. Everything up until now has been alternative. Um, but, Mr. O'Gorman, I'll start with you. So, uh, Jared Leto, Tron Reboot. Does any of that make sense to you? I love Tron so much. <laughs> to hear that Jared's involved in anything to do with that just makes me sad all day. Um, I just want another Tron movie. I know, right? There are people that are like, Jared Leto fans here. I don't understand what that's about. Um, he's directed a couple of music videos, I think, and a couple of short films. Um, I don't feel that he has the gravitas or necessity to be involved with Tron. Tron is amazing, and, you know, just any more Jeff Bridges on screen, you know, playing Flynn, oh, my God, I just want more of that, like, more of Tron, old-school Tron. Like, just give me more of that. I also want more Flight of the Navigator, but, like, you know, I think that's going to happen. Just more done. You heard about all the stuff that Jared did uh, on Suicide Squad. Like he would send cast members yeah. weird things yeah. to get into the Joker character. What's he gonna do on this? Sending Commodore 64s? Yeah. <laughs> how do you? How that do you that's an insult. At least give him an Amiga. <laughs> Video games. <isn't> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get your crowd around you. <laughs> well, that guy. Well, I, I have, um, a, a Carl, an update. One of our previous okay. Off the Reels news, Angela Lansbury. Dave, can Gavin just see your uh, shirt? Look at that. Look at that T-shirt. Repping the Lange. Angela Lansbury totally, like, lost it. 
would be Beauty and the Beast. Oh, she was not a happy lady. She was like, don't you... No, 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 no. She, she stood her ground. She said, you don't need to remake Beauty and the Beast. Why, why mess with something that's perfect? Okay? She's going to write murder. That's where that's going. We, we, we did, we did, we did a, a, boiling, a boiling pot joke. We, 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 we've already been there with the jokes. To be fair, she knows where to bury the bodies. But <laughs> I don't know if anybody else is slightly perplexed by the recent announcement that she is going to be joining the Mary Poppins sequel. I as mean, Mary Poppins? Not as Mary Poppins, as um, a character at the moment just referred to as Balloon Lady. I'm assuming she sells balloons and isn't some horrific nightbreed freak known as Balloon Lady. Um, but um, I don't know. Somebody she should be that. For somebody, who, for somebody who has spoken out so much against, you know, messing with old classics, for her to suddenly be on board with the new Mary Poppins just seems a little bit... There it's I said, Mrs. Pot calling the kettle black. There. I did my joke. Carl. Uh, all I'm, all I'm going to say is, you know, it's Disney. They do throw a lot of money at a lot of people. And for Angela Lansbury, it's like, Boo, Beauty and the Beast. It's like, we want you to do Poppins. Yay, Disney! <laughs> Can I just say, I'm looking at the picture of Angela Lansbury now. She looks exactly the same age as the one on your shirt. There's like a portrait of Angela Lansbury in an attic. That looks awful right now. She hasn't aged since Bedknobs and Broomsticks, period. Yeah, still. And honestly, do you want to be a character called the Balloon Lady around a woman called Poppins? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Bedknobs Fletcher. This, this, this also sets to be one of the most depressing children's films ever because I think it's to do with the, the kids from Mary Poppins have grown up, they've got their own kids. They're in a depression era Britain just before the war breaks out. Mary Poppins comes back to help them with their... With a vengeance. So, so it just sounds like really grim, really grim. And then Angela Lansbury's like, I'll sign up to that. I'll, you know, I'll slag off Beauty and the Beast reboot, but I'll be okay with this belated, really super belated <laughs> Mary Poppins, Poppins sequel. sequel. And okay, Dave, 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 please, I'm going to come back to you, because you just did the international symbol for everyone's got a money. Money, money, money. It's money, 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 money. Cash, that's it. You know, like, she's upset with being the Beast probably because she wasn't asked to be involved. Oh, but yeah, she got offered some cash from Disney to come and do something. Why not, you know? Taylor's oldest time. Also, I think I would have been more interested if, like, the Mary Poppins sequel was present day. And the kids are now like on hard times, cooking meth, and and Mary has to come back and uh, kind of sort them out. Mary's like, "Oh my gosh, I live with guys so well. This lab is so untidy." <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guys with that naval ship roof—they're just snipers now. They just <laughs> lost it. <laughs> uh, Carl, please. Are we ready to move on, Jason? No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. I got one more, one more story before we wrap up. Okay. And this is within the realms of Disney visiting the past, and that is the uh, the Lion King sort of reboot. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a, a, a reimagining. Is the reimagining current, the current uh, around D- Donald Glover and uh, and uh, James L. Jones. Yeah, uh, Donald Glover, Glover is coming in, coming into voice Simba in the John Favreau remake, and James L. Jones is returning. One of the hyenas. No, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> and James L. Jones has come back to play uh, Mufasa. Mufasa. So he's coming back to play Mufasa. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, what you, we'll, it's we'll, a reboot. We'll, 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 we'll make sure that you're not looking at the screen during that moment. Spoiler alert. He might be like a force ghost or whatever they call it. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's Cloud Father, not, <laughs> not Force Ghost. But um, this has been greeted quite well. 
I think maybe because it James L. Jones is back doing his thing, but right? You got James L. J I mean, Donald Glover's having a hell of a career at the moment. He's about to play Simba. He's also about to play young Lando Calrissian in the new oh, Han Solo, Solo movie. But it's going to be insane. Um, Paul, uh, what do you think of this movie so far? I'm sorry, I'm sorry to steal your thunder on that one. That's a no, 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 no. Um, it's Lando Calrissian and Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, very good point. <laughs> How do we not pick up on that? They got here before you did. <laughs> I'm sorry. And uh, Mr. O'Gorman, um, so are you saying you're a big fan of uh, the Glover, the younger Glover? I love, I love Donald Glover. I think it's great community. He's you're a genuine Glover community. I think uh, I love Donald Glover. I think my main problem is that so this is a Disney. Obviously, Jungle Book was there was only one human being in that. Yeah. And it was still a great movie. Actually, I really love the Jungle Book uh, remake. Um, but this is pure CGI. There's no humans involved in this whatsoever. No. I'm not a huge fan of these Disney remakes, live action, live action remakes of their previous movies. Um, I don't see Lion King working. I don't even see the Beauty and the Beast remake working as well as the Jungle Book did. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she really doesn't. Um, I'm excited for Gaston in this new movie because yes. Gaston's the best character. He's a favorite Disney villain. Um, but you know, like, yeah, it's, it doesn't fill me with joy. It doesn't fill me with, uh, with, with, with you know, I don't want to stand up and see that intro sequence without, I don't know, no Zazie, is Roman Atkinson involved? Yeah. Is, you know, there's, there's no, to me it's... I love yeah. the fact that the only way you'd go and see this remake yeah. is if Donald Glover and James L. Jones are dressed as lions. Basically, it would work for me. <laughs> if they actually dressed up as lions, that would be amazing. it would be so much better. So much better. Well, what were you doing here? Why did you get them dressed up as lions or something? Let's do it. Let's well, do it. Carl, um, I think that concludes the first half. That is the first half. The game it's, it's weird for us because usually we have an interval and then go into the second half, but because we've only got an hour, straight to the second half! Woo! <laughs> right, the second half of the show is a game show element where these lovely gentlemen here will be playing for the prizes they bought with us. For you lovely people, that is why you were all given red raffle tickets. So I really hope you've hung Everybody got that. a red <laughs> raffle ticket! Wave them in the air, wave them in the air, because you might be winning prizes. <laughs> All right, we, we'll go, usually what we do, we go through what we have in each, everybody's prize bag. So, um, Tom, what have you bought for your prize bag? Well, Carl, normally I do bad movies. That's you my do do bag. bad movies. I've decided not to do bad movies. I've what the hell? I've decided to do movies that are kind of, because we're at GeekCon, that are kind of GeekCon-ish or GeekCon related. Ooh. So, yeah, no, I'm trying no, to come on, let's give it a bit more. <laughs> so these are films which are either about geeks or have conventions in them. Awesome. So let's begin with Galaxy Quest, starring... Yeah. That's a brilliant word. Some of the late great Alan Rickman, amongst many yes, people. Um, obviously, has a little convention at the beginning. Yep. Uh, people take a little bit... Who we mentioned earlier is one of his very first acting roles. Sigour and Sigourney Weaver, which I can say properly now. Yeah. Slowly. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, all about people that take conventions a little bit too seriously. Uh, no hints. Not nobody saying. here does that. <laughs> um, the the most like-minded people I know. Uh, followed on, we've already mentioned it, uh, uh, in terms of uh, Paul's uh, like last great Kevin Smith yeah. film. It begins, of course, at a convention. It's Chase and Amy. Yeah. 
And um, this is one of my favorite films of all time, just as a, a Star Wars fanboy. If you haven't seen Fanboys, you need to see it. It's Fanboys a brilliant, is amazing a brilliant take on fan culture, and it has so many cameos. It's an awesome... If, you, if anybody's not familiar with that movie, it's a story about the guys who broke into Skywalker Ranch to see Phantom Menace before it was released. It's an amazing movie. Cameos up the wigwam. Yep, great film. There's those, some, um, those are our first game prizes. Let's see what our middle game prizes are. So, Dave, uh, what have you brought for your prize bag? I have brought, first off, a single, no-box version of The Avengers on DVD. This Ooh. is the US version with the correct title, and it's uncut. The second prize I have brought with me today is Maniac starring Elijah Wood. It's the French version. It has burnt-in subs, but it is on Blu-ray. <laughs> and the third prize I have brought with me is Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> so undercover dog. This is the so best prize that I have for you right now. You get this, you will be forever grateful. Sorry, is that the uncut version? Just let's say you through. Sorry, it is the uncut version. The uncut version of Sherlock Holmes. Okay, just one second. Let this lady get past. No worries. All right. Um, I'll, uh, could you pass the mic to Paul? Yes. yes. Thank you. Paul, what have you brought for the prize bag? Um, nothing. I'm just going to sign a free picture. The uh, win winner of that round will get a free autograph from Paul Davis. So I hope whoever wins that is a Doctor Who fan. Otherwise, it's going to be completely wasted on you. Toilet <laughs> uh, paper. My prize bag... Uh, starting off with, I've got a bag of uh, Star Wars Candy Sticks. <laughs> a um, San Diego Con exclusive Jane Cobb from Firefly in action figure with his trademark hat. Lovely. San Diego exclusive there. Um, issue one, variant cover of Doom Patrol number one, written by Gerard Way, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Ooh. Uh, Never mind. Volume one of Chew, which is soon to be adapted into a TV show starring Felicia, Felicia Day and David Tennant. Oh, cool. Which is about a story about a detective who, whatever he eats, he learns the history of it. So if he eats a cow, he eats a burger, he knows where the cows were raised, what they were fed. So he uses that by eating corpses to find out how they died. <laughs> which is always fun. He's heard of forensics, right? <laughs> And then the last two bits are bag of a small bag of popcorn and the exclusive Killing Joke Joker that you only got if you went to the cinema screening of uh, the Killing Joke last year. Awesome. Oh, oh, and a, and a Darth Vader bag for it to all go in. And uh, I'm lovely like five, ten p or something. And <laughs> and lovingly donated from the posters stand, I have a coaster of Guardians of the Galaxy two to give away as well. <laughs> So that's all the, that is all the prizes. Let's see who is playing in our first round. So, gentlemen, we'll start with Tom. Tom, who are you playing for? Okay. I am playing for number 230. Anybody? Anybody in the pub? No. It might be difficult to enforce. No. <laughs> all right, then. Uh, Dave, who are you playing for? Two, two, four. Two, two, four. Anybody got ticket two, two, four? We may have to redraw these. <laughs> we'll try with Paul. 
214. Does anybody have 214? 214? Okay. We've got 224, so um, uh, David will be playing for you. There's 214, Paul will be playing for you. What was your number again, Tom? 230. Anybody have 230 in the pub Cause calling it? Yes? And, hey, we hey. and we have one more person. All right, uh, Tom will be playing for you. The first round, we are playing for Tom's DVDs. Fanboys, Galaxy Quest, and Chasing Amy. The first game we're playing today is called the Troy McClure game. Basically, I will introduce myself as, Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as... And then I will list the movies of a certain actor or actress. These guys, these guys, will, these guys will either raise their hand. Do you know I have the horns? I have the horns. Shall I grab the horns? Grab the horns. Okay, just a minute. Carry on. Right. Basically, I will say it. So you, when you when you think you know, you will honk your horn. The master mic will pass to you. Then you have to say, "You're not Troy McClure. You are whoever the actor or actor is." Here we are. And when you when you guys know, because just buzz in with your horns, and then we will go on. So I'll start with the very first one. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as A Knight's Tale. Oh, okay. That's early. early. That's early. You're not Troy McClure, you are Heath Ledger. I'm not Heath Ledger. Oh. So that is Dave out ah. of this game. Cocky. That's what that was. So I, uh, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as A Knight's Tale, A Beautiful Mind, Wimbledon, Inkheart, Legend, Iron Man, Avengers Assemble. Any guesses, gentlemen? Robert Downey Jr.? I'm not Robert Downey Jr., unfortunately. It, uh, I will let Paul have a chance before I throw it to the audience. <laughs> Get back in your pram, Stu. You're not Troy McClure, you're Scarlett Johansson. I'm not Scarlett Johansson, unfortunately. Ooh. I was Paul Bettany. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, so it's Milpois in the first round. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as Eddie Murphy's Raw, The 51st State, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, Dave. You're not Troy McClure, you are Samuel L. Jackson. I am Samuel L. Jackson, so that's one point for Dave. Woo. No swearing, this is a PG show. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as Life Without Me, 13 Going on 30, Collateral, Zodiac, Shutter Island, Iron Man 3, and Avengers Assemble. Ooh, this is a tricky one. Ooh, 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 feel the tension. Cut it with a knife. You are Mark Ruffalo. I am Mark Ruffalo. That's oh, right. Okay. <laughs> All right, then, gentlemen. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as Star Trek, when Red I'm Dawn, Rush, Snow White and the Huntsman. Go. Oh. Who was that? Uh, uh, you're not Troy McClure. You are... Four, but I can't remember his bloody name. I need the, I need oh. the name. Chris I Hemsworth, need the Chris Hemsworth, that is a point. Yes. Dave yeah. Diamond, Dave is 
I can already announce that Dave has won this round because I only have one question left. But shall I do the question later? Do it anyway. Do it anyway. We'll do it for fun. We'll do it for fun. All right. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such movies as AI. We Were Soldiers. 500 Days of Summer. The To-Do List. A Much To Do About Nothing. Thor and Avengers Assemble. Ooh, this is... Oh, Dave in again. You're not Troy McClure, you are Kenneth Branagh? I'm not Kenneth Branagh. Do you have any idea? Do you guys have any ideas? Angela Lansbury? Yeah, I am I'm not Angela Lansbury, unfortunately. Nah, nah, she wouldn't do that. Paul, do you have any ideas? Anybody in the audience have any ideas? I was Clark Gregg. Ah, yeah. Oh, that well-known. And if... I, to be honest with you, I've done so many of the Avengers cast in the past, it was hard to find someone I hadn't done. But uh, Dave Gordon won that round, so uh, ticket 224, you come and get your DVDs. Oh, no, 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 it's just Tom's DVDs. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You win the first prize. You win the first prize of Off The Rules Live. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> Right, we're drawing again to the next round, guys. So if we can see who you're playing for, these are for Tom and Dave's prizes. So this is for the autograph photo and Dave's DVDs. Who are you playing for? 2-2-1. Uh, 2-2-1. Red ticket, 2-2-1. Dave, you're playing for? 2 2-2-0. We really need to mix these up a little bit. Uh, ticket, 2-2-0. <laughs> Anybody ticket two two zero? No? Alright, Tom, could you Tom, could you draw a C if we don't we'll read the numbers out again if we don't get any responses? I redraw. Two two five. Mix these up a little bit. It doesn't help that we've got like thirty odd tickets in a one very small cup. Oh that's <laughs> I'm a podcaster, dang it. I'm not logistics. 225. Uh, so, Tommy, for you this game, the other numbers were 221 and and 220. Has anybody got 221 or 220? 221, 220. Anybody? Unfortunately, I haven't heard from anyone, so we're going to have to redraw for those two numbers. So, okay, let's see. 189. To get 189. Anybody? Pink ticket, pink ticket. Pink ticket. 216. Anybody got ticket 216? Yes? Was that a yes for 216? Yay! Oh, there we go! Alright, so Dave will be playing for you in this game. Pardon? Anybody got ticket 189? Oh, you have, oh. Duncan. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, lo I love it when you chime in, Duncan. Can we just also quickly just have a round of applause to the ship for letting us host the event this evening? Because they've been awesome. But um, last call, 189. Going once, going twice. Paul's redrawing. One eight six. Is anybody who's ticket one eight six? Yes, one eight six. Yay! 
So you will be playing for Robin. Yes? Okay. All right, guys, the next game we are playing is called Whose Tagline Is It Anyway? I will be giving out a tagline from a movie. We can Again, you guys can buzz in if you think you know it. So honkers at the ready. All right, these are all superhero movies. So they have all superhero taglines. <laughs> Funnily enough. First one, Justice is Blind. Tom? Is it Daredevil? It's Daredevil. That's one point to Tom. Next one. Discover an adventure in a league of its own. That's track. Pull one point tall. That's a tie so far. Next one. Damn iPad. From the dark side to our side. That is to the dark side. From the dark side to our side. Tom, is it spawn? It is not spawn, unfortunately. Nah. That looks you out, guys. Do you want to have a guess? It's not Suicide Squad, unfortunately, Paul. Dave? No? Anybody in the audience got a guess? Hellboy, correct! The next one? Well, my, that's a bit personal. I mean, we're not in the men's room. That'd be car. Good point. The next one is, he's so... <laughs> my co-host Dan leaving for work, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, he's saving the world whether you li we like it or not. That is, he's saving the world whether we like it or not. That uh, was Tom in first. Is it Hancock? It's Hancock! <laughs> so that's two points to Tom, one point to Paul. Um, the next one is heroes are not born, they are made. That's heroes are not born, they are made. Apparently, somebody in the audience doesn't care. Oh, maybe you shouldn't say that in your shot of the guy with the microphone. <laughs> Just say Any Any ideas, guys? Anybody in the audience? Nope, nope. No. It was Iron Man. Ah. <laughs> All right, the next one uh, is... Oh, no. Yep. His curse will become his power. His curse will become his power. Is it all? Yep, go past the mic to Tom. Spawn? It's not spawn, unfortunately. I was going to go, have I said it already? <laughs> <laughs> Any guesses? Yes, give me a sec. Give me, give me, hang on, hold your horses. Curse, curse. Okay. Is it like a stand? Stand, uh, sorry. <laughs> Maybe not directly into the guest's face, Tom. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I shouldn't have done that, should I? I don't no. have the answer. No. <laughs> um, Wolverine movie. It's not the Wolverine. Paul, do you have any guesses? No. No guesses. It was Ghost Rider. No. Oh, you should have done it in the Nicolas Cage voice. <laughs> yeah. Curse of his power. <laughs> All right. Last one. Um, worst heroes ever. Yep. It's Suicide Squad. It is Suicide Squad. <laughs> Oscar-winning movie, Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mel Gibson said to direct sequel. <laughs> All right. This last one is just for Tom. Tom, some, sometimes the past comes back to haunt you. Is it locked in? Locked in, that was me that Tom was in. 
Fun, I get wrong. Funnily enough, also a tagline for Ghost Rider. <laughs> and we're in the ship as, as well. well. And yeah, we're in, in, in the ship where it was filmed. I knew it was I knew it was that because I always get that wrong. You do. <laughs> I've, I've I've actually played, pulled this on him three times on three different shows and he still didn't get it. It's a, it's a very niche movie to be. It's fair. a very niche movie. <laughs> the last game we play and this is for my oh. prize bag. Oh, who won this one? Um, who won? I think I think you won, Tom. So two, two, five. Two, two, five. You won all the prizes and after the sh- come see Paul after the show and he'll do your autograph yeah. photograph. <laughs> all good. <laughs> Oh, cool. All right, then. We are at the final game, ladies and gentlemen. This is for my prize bag. And this is a game that I also play along with. So this first number I'm going to pull out. Number 188. And we got 188 in the pub. 188. 188. Who's got it? Anybody? No. All right then. Guys, if you guys could put... Yep. Oh. We got one eight. Yeah, one eight eight. All right. Well, um, uh, I'll, get, I'll need you in a second. You're not the winning prizes, but I'll need you to do something for me in a second. Paul, um, you've got Paul is paying for number 217. We've got cricket 217 in the pub. Yep, 217. Paul will be playing for you. Dave, would you want to draw a name out for me? Uh, uh, two two six. Anybody got two two six in the pub? Two two six. Nope. All right. We'll just put it out there. Two two six. We're looking for two two six. Tom, who are you playing for? Two oh eight. Two oh eight. Anybody got a ticket? Two oh eight. That's Felix. Has got two oh eight. Playing for Felix. Has anybody got two two six? Two two six. Going once. Going twice. Gone, Dave. One nine four. Has anybody got to get one nine four? Anybody? One nine four. Yes. 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 Awesome. Yes. All right, Dave Gordon, we're playing for you, and I need ticket two one zero. Anybody? Two one zero. Two one zero. All right. Two one zero. No. I'll be playing for you, madam. All right. Um, Sir, could you give us an actor or an actress with a large back catalogue so we can play this last game, Last Man Standing, which is also for the coveted Off the Walls Championship. It's basically if me and Paul win, I keep the belt. If Dave and Tom win, Tom gets the belt. I am currently on a two-month reign with the belt, so let's hopefully I go forward into a... It goes only once a month, folks, by the way. Yeah, it it makes that sound like he's had it for ages. Yeah, it does. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The actor or actress we're playing with. Long back catalogue, right? Yeah, long back catalogue. Okay, I'm going to go with Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. That is an interesting choice. I'm up for that. All right, guys, so um, usually it's left that the champion goes first, so that is Paul. Paul, any movie with Meryl Streep? The Deer Hunter. Death Becomes Her. 
Thatcher? I, uh, no, it's not called Thatcher, is it? Oh, the Iron, the iron Lady! The Iron Lady! Thank you for sh shouting out an answer. <laughs> You're not on this episode, unfortunately, Stu. I love you, but... Okay, so I'm um, out then, right? Uh, unfortunately, Tom, yes. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. You know, Meryl Streep. I'm just buying time. You can't do that, Carl. You have to say the right answer. <laughs> I do have to say the right answer. But unfortunately, my mind is completely blank. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to concede because we're on a time schedule. So it is literally between our two guests. So, gentlemen, Meryl Streep movies. Sophie's Choice. Osage Orange County. Kramer versus Kramer. Out of Africa. champion, Carl Rowland, but thanks to Paul Davis. Paul, who you, what number are you playing for? I was playing for 217, which is this gentleman over here. Good, so this prize bag here with this as well. <laughs> and of course, the Guardians of the Galaxy poster as well. Alright, the last bit we have to do is usually plugs. So, Tom, would you like to start off first? Would you like to plug? Well, um, tomorrow, of course, um, there's the reviews from the Outer Rim live show that we'll be doing. Yes, we are. Uh, Norman and Croydon Road are going to be doing it here tomorrow. Yep. Um, we're going to do um, a bit like a panel show like we've done. You're going to be on this car. I am going to be on this. I'm going to be joined by Mr. Stuart Green. Yep. And Mr. Scott Priestley will be with us as well. Yep. And, uh, of course, um, myself and Mr. Paul Davies will be doing uh, a Q&A on all things from uh, Doctor Who to American Werewolf and everything in between, uh, his new book, Lost Boys, as well. So uh, that'll be tomorrow. So if you enjoyed the Nicholas Vince Q&A, stick around for that as well. Paul will be here all weekend. Yes, he will. Dave, you got anything to plug, my friend? Uh, I'm plugging myself, so just hang out with me. I'm here all day. Thank you. <laughs> that is a righteous thing. And Paul, I, I think you're working on a couple of things, aren't you? Uh, yeah, but I'll talk about those in the Q&A tomorrow. <laughs> Guys, if you like this show, we do it once a month in the Dog and Bull, usually the second Saturday of the month. Our next show is literally next Sunday in the Dog and Bull, starts 7 o'clock. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully you will see you there and enjoy the rest of your geek con. Can I have a round of applause for my co-host Thomas Denon Cook, still our hardcore champion. A round of applause for Dave Gorman and Paul Davis. I've been Carl Rowland. Have a great geek con, guys. Let's have it all!